Hi, this is Aaron Orlando uh, reporting for RevelstokeMountaineer.com. Um, on October 22nd, uh, early in the afternoon, there was a gas uh, leak caused by an excavator which uh, struck an underground gas line, propane line, uh, around 5th and Mackenzie. Um, we're following up on that. I'm talking on the phone today with Sean Berbo, who is uh, Berdo, uh, sorry, apologies, the manager of corporate communications for Fortis. He's based in uh, Surrey, BC. Sean, thanks for taking some time to talk about the incident with me. Uh, my pleasure. Okay. So, Sean, first of all, um, let's focus on restoration. Uh, I understand that, w that work was ongoing as of uh, last night, Thursday night. Can you give me an update on what's happening uh, to restore power and what's been going on for the past couple days? Yeah, certainly. Um, we've, had, uh, we've had our crews out doing relights uh, since, uh, since Wednesday afternoon. Uh, and as of about about an hour ago, we were at uh, at 90% restoration. Uh, really, right now we're dealing with uh, a lot of the folks who may not have been home uh, when our when our crews initially uh, arrived to do a relight, and we've uh, we we've tagged them uh, to let them know uh, who to call once they're ready to go. Uh, so we're uh, we're just kind of completing those those last straggling relights now. Okay, so this is somebody maybe who lives out of town and you just can't get in the door, that kind of thing? Yeah, absolutely. Somebody who, well, it may be somebody who lives out of town, maybe somebody who, uh, when, their, when their gas went out, they went to go stay with a relative okay. for a day or two, uh, somebody who went out for dinner even. Okay, so originally uh, it was about 900 customers who were affected, and that means 900 meters, is, uh, different meters is my understanding. So, you know, 10%, roughly 90 or uh, uh, people left, uh, 90 houses left to get to. Is that, a, is that about correct, somewhere in that ballpark? Uh, as of about an hour and a half ago, yes, sir. Okay, great. Okay, so um, I wanted to ask a question about the technical side of this. So this started with an uh, excavator strike, uh, but after the excavator strike, so what? How does that damage the system, and what do you need to do to restore the system uh, to get it uh, back up and operating? Yeah, you bet. So it's uh, we, we we do have a uh, process that we follow uh, for line strikes and. Uh, that will kind of depend on the different types of incidents. But, um, you know, the first action in, in every incident is to ensure uh, both our employee and our customer safeties. Uh, so whenever we have a, a line straight, we're always working in tight collaboration with uh, local emergency services like fire and police. Uh, so uh, one of the first things we did uh, in this instance was uh, we actually evacuated customers between 5th and 6th Street along McKenzie Avenue. Uh, just as a safety precaution. Um, once we have the, the, that work area clear, um, then we start working to, to bring the gas under control. Um, there's a number of things we need to do there beyond just the repair. First of all, we do have to make sure that, we are, that we're safe to work. Um, and in this instance, one of the things we had to do was consider gas migration. Um, you know, as propane is, is very close to the same, um, the same density as air, um, it will actually collect and pool a little more easily than the natural gas does, which is lighter than air and will uh, dissipate a lot more easily as it's just shooting straight up. Um, so sometimes the in, in incidents where we have a propane leak, uh, we, we really have to uh, pay attention to where it may be pooling, any potential low spots that we can identify uh, and make sure that all that gas has time to dissipate before we can really affect repairs. Um, the repair itself, uh, you know, although, although this is a main, uh, 
Um, it's uh, it's a fairly small piece of pipe. It's only about 42 millimeters uh, in diameter. Um, <clears throat> so the repair itself is relatively quick. Uh, the repair probably took anywhere kind of an hour, hour to ha- hour and a half. Um, however, it's the actions that we have to to take around it to ensure safety that can take a little more time. Um, one of the first things that we had to do in this instance uh, was uh, visit every effective, affected meter uh, and turn it off. Um, this is really a safety precaution just in case uh, anyone had inadvertently left a gas appliance on, um, thinking, okay, well, the gas is out and forgetting to, say, turn off their range or anything like that. Um, but it's also to, uh, to guard against folks that may have uh, older or outdated appliances that don't have proper safety mechanisms to accommodate gas going on and off. Mm-hmm. Um, once we do that, uh, and we've assured that we've got all those meters off, um, we start to prepare to regasify the line. And then next step uh, is to go turn on all of those meters uh, again. Well, not quite. So, yeah. but, so before we regasify the line, we actually have to purge the line uh, to eliminate any air that has gotten into that line during mm-hmm. the repair process because we don't want air bubbles. Uh, if an air bubble is in the line, then that can disrupt somebody's service again. Um, and so that we have to, we want to make sure we purge that, that line to make sure there's no air in there. Uh, and then uh, we can get gas flowing again. Once we have gas flowing again, then we have to visit each of those uh, each of those affected customers, and we begin the relight process. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So I, I had a question. You know, the incident was Tuesday afternoon. Uh, you're sort of still working on Friday morning on getting to some of the the last houses there. Do you guys does Fortis have internal targets on how long these kinds of restorations should take? And uh, in this uh, Rebelstoke incident, are you meeting those targets? Uh, we're, we're about where we thought we would be. Um, we did bring in some extra crews to expedite the work. Um, so we actually brought in, uh, 17 technicians from out of town, uh, to help, uh, to help move those relights along a little quicker, understanding, uh, that it is a, a large number of people who needed their service restored and, and we're at a time of the year where it's getting a little bit colder. So we obviously wanted folks, uh, back online as soon as possible, um, but the uh, the original estimates are uh, are pretty close to what we are uh, where we are right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. In terms of the cause of the incident, um, I wanted to know a little bit more about what happens next. So it's been established that an excavator struck the line, causing the leak. Pretty straightforward. Uh, but what is Fortis BC's involvement uh, in terms of not the technical side of things, but you know, preventing risk and uh, dealing with the, any repercussions that might arise from this. Where do you fit into the framework of regulatory bodies who oversee this? And what are your sort of next actions with regard to the incident that caused this? Right. Well, I mean, and you use exactly the right words there. And we are, uh, we're definitely kind of a, a part of the framework uh, that goes into the investigation uh, of incidents like this. Um, I know that uh, on Wednesday morning, uh, we had uh, our investigator out as well as the investigators from WorkSafe BC uh, were on scene. Um, our investigator is really there to to kind of take the, the preventative view of recording the incident. So they want to look at um, where things may have gone wrong, uh, where all proper steps followed, um, basically kind of going down the checklist and saying, did, did the, uh, the third party in question... Did, did they miss anything in, in doing their work? Um, we actually submit our report to WorkSafe BC uh, and Technical Safety BC 
to help inform their investigations. Mm-hmm. Um, they're uh, they're obviously intimately involved more on uh, on some of the uh, some of the things with kind of regulating the work site. Um, from there, our investigation is really used to inform our actions moving forward. Uh, so if there's any actions that we need to take internally um, that can help this kind of action, this kind of incident from happening again, uh, we look to examine options there. Uh, and we also start looking at uh, the efforts that it's taken to to bring service back on. Um, in, uh, in instances such as these, uh, Fortis does seek to recover the costs associated with repairs uh, from any person or organization that, that damages our, uh, our infrastructure. Um, and these costs are, are based on the cost of the repair, but also the amount of the resources expended to restore that disrupted service. Um, so in this instance, we'd be looking at not just the cost of, of repairing the actual pipe, um, but also some of the costs associated with uh, doing all of the relights across town as well. Okay. Okay. Um, in in terms of risk, and I wanted to talk about this one. In you know the residents here, I've had people tell me I, I could smell the gas at City Hall, that near where my office was when I went to look out. People have said at Save On Foods they could smell it, in Southside they could smell it. If you're not from Revelstoke, that probably doesn't make a lot of thing, but a lot of sense. But essentially, there was a, a large dissipation of gas that was perceptible uh, across town, and in my mind, that's a, a, a dangerous situation. Uh, that you don't want to have happening. Now, in terms of moving forward, uh, what uh, will you be doing or what do you have in place uh, to make sure that incidents like this don't happen again and uh, what can people uh, who may be digging or putting a fence in in their backyard or whatever it is uh, that they're doing, what can they do to avoid this situation, such as uh, calling ahead to appropriate uh, information lines about where gas lines are located? For sure. Um, well, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you actually uh, said those exact words because, I mean, obviously the, the biggest thing that we that we encourage everybody to do, whether or not it's a, a contractor or just somebody that's uh, doing some, some construction DIY work in their own backyard, uh, is to call before you dig. Um, it's, a, uh, it's a free service. Uh, it gives you the location of all underground utilities, not just our gas line, uh, so you can ensure that you dig safely. Mm-hmm. Now, in regards. To, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, um, now in regards to uh, to this particular instance, where we go from here, um, you know, our investigation uh, is not complete yet because we're obviously still uh, we are still in the field uh, cleaning up those last those last few relights. Um, so uh, our our exact path forward hasn't been established yet. Um, but once we conclude our investigation, then we'll look at uh, what we can do. Uh, or if there are steps that we can do to kind of uh, mitigate the risk of any sort of, of, of this sort of line strike happening again. Because as you did note, uh, it, was, uh, it was a fairly significant outage. Um, certainly we don't like to see that number of customers uh, go without their, their propane service for any length of time. Uh, so we'll examine options on, on what perhaps can be done uh, and, uh, and what we can do to, to hopefully prevent this from happening again. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you able to say whether the the call was made in this incident? 
Sorry, which call? Uh, for example, the contractor who was doing excavation that caused the incident, uh, do, are you able to track whether a call was made to the BC1 line prior to? Oh, on whether or not, yeah, whether or not they had a one-call ticket? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't have access to the report yet because it is uh, it is still ongoing. Mm -hmm. uh, I, you may want to uh, try WorkSafe BC. They may have some more uh, details from their end of the investigation, but mm -hmm. I don't have access to that report yet. Okay. So Sean Berbo is the manager of corporate community communications with Fordis BC. We've been talking about the October 22nd, Tuesday, October 22nd uh, gas strike in the downtown area that has led to uh, power, uh, propane power outages, uh, some of them that are still ongoing. One thing uh, I learned is uh, there may be some people out there who have a locked uh, house or not in town, may not be aware of the situation. So if you're catching up with uh, this, please take a look at rebelstokemountaineer.com or the Fordis website to get in touch and perhaps uh, let people into your house. Sean, uh, thank you for taking the time to talk with me today. My pleasure. Thank you.